0: Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify nation. And if you're new here, welcome. In this episode, we're going to look at small network applications and protocols. We'll be discussing common applications that include network applications and application layer services. We'll look at common protocols and we'll end with voice and video applications. This episode is part of my series on introduction to networks for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. Once you finally have your network set up, you still need certain types of applications and protocols for your network to work. The network is usually is only as good as these protocols. Now, there are two forms of software, or what we could call applications, that provide access to the network. They are network applications and application layer services. Network applications are applications that implement application layer protocols to be able to communicate directly with the lower levels of the model, to be able to communicate with those lower network levels. Application layer services are for applications that aren't network aware they weren't built to basically built to work on the network they're built as a standalone software but we need network connectivity the programs that interface with the network and they prepare to send the data while the service then actually does the sending of the data there are several common protocols that network administrators typically use or need to make their networks work great they use it for configuration they come in and allow us to allow the users to use those networks with these now the administrators typically use telnet and ssh or the secure shell once again never use Telnet because Telnet always sends that data in clear text. If somebody is sniffing your traffic, they can see every keystroke you typed in. And so you don't want that. You always want to use secure shell, but this allows you to configure your devices remotely. You can sit in your office, connect, connect into them using SSH and an IP address and configure that device no matter where it is, as long as it has network connectivity. Hypertext transfer protocol and the secure version of that allow clients and web servers to exchange data. In today's world using HTTP and especially HTTPS is how a lot of businesses disseminate information. You place orders, you can track inventory, you can send messages and updates that way through these web protocols. We have a number of email protocols we use on our network. We have these simple mail transfer protocol, we have the post office protocol, and we have the internet mail access protocol. These all work together in in helping us send our data. Once again, SMTP allows you to send the data from the client to your server, and then your server to the destination server. POP3 and IMAP, they deal with downloading from the server to the client. POP3 actually pulls that email off of the server Puts it on the client and it only exists on the client at that point in time. IMAP, which most people seem to use nowadays, basically connects to the client, connects to the email server, gets a listing, gets the information, but the email stays on that server. This allows you to check your email from multiple devices from your desktop computer, from your laptop, from your mobile devices. This is what protocol we use to do that then we have the ability to transfer files we have FTP and secure FTP we also use DHCP dynamic host configuration protocol that allows clients to dynamically get an IP address from a server on your network that way you don't have to manually go around and set that IP address on all of your clients just set up a couple manual a- addresses on your main servers or devices you don't want to change, and then DHCP you can use for all the us- rest of your devices that need IP addresses on your network. You don't have to go around. There's no configuration issues with them. You don't type in pro- you don't type in numbers wrong. Plus, you can also hand out a bunch of other information, maybe like your NTP server, your network time protocol, so that way all your devices are synced to a certain time. And finally, one of the last services. Protocols we use here is the DNS that takes a domain name and changes it into the IP address. When people use the network, they don't type in IP addresses, they typically type in domain names. Cisco.com, they don't type in the IP address for Cisco.com. Most people don't know that off the top of their head, but they type in the domain name. The domain name you type in gets resolved to an IP address once we have that IP address then we can route it across the internet to the correct server I hope you're liking this episode on small network applications and protocols if you have the time leave me a comment and let me know what you think about small network applications and protocols you can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form network protocols they comprise a fundamental tool set of the network professional. They, they, they're gonna comprise the tool set that you're going to use as that network administrator. These define the different processes on either end of the communication session on the client end, on the server end, on the source end, the destination end. They define what types of messages we're gonna be sent across there. They're gonna define the syntax of it. Do we have the keyword and then some options? Do we need quotes or not? It's going to go ahead and do all that. Then it defines the meaning of the informational fields. What each of those values actually mean. We're gonna see how messages are sent and expected, what the expected response are. Basically, you're gonna send an echo request. That echo request is going to have an echo reply coming back. And then this tool set also helps you set up how does that communicate with the lower levels? How does that look at the layer three IP addresses, layer two MAC addresses? How do we get on that physical layer? And finally, as we're talking about the tool sets, a lot of companies have their security policies saying you need to use the secure version of these tools. We have SSH, Telnet and SSH go together. Once again, Telnet is the unsecure version of SSH, SSH encrypts it, we have secure FTP, we have the secure version of HTTP. The company policies usually dictate you need to use the secure versions of those. Businesses are continually and increasingly using voice and video over this IP network. They're using it in today's business. It it helps them cut costs of traveling and expenses, allows you to have meetings in a much quicker, more dynamic fashion. You as a small network administrator, you need to consider several factors for this. First thing here is, do we have the right equipment installed? Well, looking at that, do we have the infrastructure? Can our, can our devices support the higher demand, the more traffic, the quality of service of these real-time streaming applications, voice and video? We typically see IP telephony and voice over IP being used on the network, replacing the traditional phone lines because we don't want to necessarily support a separate system for voice and a separate system for our data let's combine them have one set of networks one set of technologies routers and switches in our network and that usually leads us to a better performance on our network and finally you need to consider real-time applications on your network your devices your network once again has to go through and support that qos that quality of service giving priority to traffic that needs to get through your network right away. If it waits a couple of seconds, a couple of milliseconds, it might get there too late. Maybe it's a synchronizing process that synchronizes your devices across your network. Maybe it's something just like a voice or a video call, but you need to make sure you're running your real-time transport protocols, RTP, or your real-time transport control protocols. Those are two protocols here that help you Identify and control that traffic for quality of service. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on small network applications and protocols. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, KevTechify.com. There you can find out how to get all of these episodes in video and podcast form. In the upper right is my playlist for my series on Introduction to Networks for the CCNA. In the bottom right is one of my favorite videos that I linked just for you. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on Introduction to Networks for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin, this is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.